0: All right, welcome to Reflections from WT. This is episode number 33, and I am Randy Ray. I'm your host. I'm the Director of Broadcast Engineering on campus, and I'm joined today by two of my favorite people in the world, Dr. Walter Windler and Dr. Lance Keith. Good morning. Good morning, Randy.
1: Good morning, Randy. How are you doing?
0: Let me just start out by saying how much I have looked forward to this particular episode. Uh... Uh, Lance, since we've been doing this, uh, we've been doing the podcast for two years now. Oh wow! And I have been begging to have you on from well, the beginning. Nice. So uh, I think we'll have a lot to talk. So about. So you finally tonight. ran out of content. <laughs> 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 well, it was. Uh, it, it's good to have you on here. Um, let, let's just jump right in. Uh, so tell me what you do on campus, and tell me how long you've been here at WT.
2: You bet. I'll just start <clears throat> with that background. Uh, I'll be twenty years January one. Uh, here at WT and I was actually had the opportunity to come in and start the ag education program which led to ag communication so my background is in uh, teacher ed so I'm on the social side of agriculture. Uh, there's there's yeah. a hard science side, and then there's a social side, <laughs> uh, which is interesting in our department. Uh, so anyway, I spent many years in that role um, in uh, the ag education program. And then uh, Dean Hawkins, uh, while Dean was with us, he moved up to uh, Dean and asked me to – I was actually filling in as assistant department head, and then this move was made, and I, I became the department head uh I'm in my sixth year, and so now I'm the department head of agricultural sciences, and of course, do those things of a department head, um, basically a principal <laughs> uh, of the school, per se. So, what's it's been the, what, good?
0: What's the what's your favorite part of, of your job?
2: The people. Uh, it's definitely the people and students. You talking uh, about students or the faculty? Uh, both. Uh, our ag faculty are actually world class, and our our culture in the department is very healthy. Uh, we we do care about each other. It's a neat place to work uh and being one department of agriculture with all these different disciplines there's not this internal uh competition amongst yeah. faculty yeah. uh it's a it's a people working together to accomplish the common mission of our university and our 125 strategic plan and the people you know they're they're here for 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 something bigger than themselves and that's what i notice most about our, our department so the faculty side they're all essentially pulling on the same end of the rope Students first, research, community, uh, those things uh, in that order. And our students, uh, we we still attract a, a student that, that comes in with the work ethic. I would say it's number one. And uh, a sense you know, of it's duty. It's interesting
0: that you say that, that talking about your, your students having a work ethic. I, I have told people this story before. When I came to WT, uh, back about the same time you did, mm-hmm. I was really surprised at how uh, the people in my department and the people in your department connected. Yes, and I th- I think a lot of that goes back to what you said, work ethic, don't yes. you? Yes, and I totally. think I think it's hands on, and we like getting dirty, and we like doing things. So I think that's a big part of it.
2: I, I do too, and uh, so th- those are the things I love about WT, and it's uh, the twenty years. It's been fun to be part of, and the growth we've had, and just uh, to watch the students uh, perform. But it's really been fun to watch this this morphing of WT is when you and I got here, you brought in the fine arts building, you know, that's a, uh, this building we're in is awesome. And just getting to watch that over the years, this growth and expansion and not losing our identity in the process. That is, that's been so cool.
0: Dr. Windler. So what, what year did you come to WT? 16. 16. So I'm,
1: I'm, I'm starting my fifth year right now.
0: He- did Did you deal with, Ag in other schools that you either led or taught at
1: every school I've been at has an ag department. Uh, has an ag department. Uh, of course, I spent 20 years at Texas A and M. I was at LSU, and of course, they're the other land grant and have uh, they have some areas like uh, sugarcane and some other yeah. areas that they're world leaders in. Um, Southern Illinois was uh, had a strong ag department in many ways, just like this one. It it looked. Um, it looked like a land grant university, but it wasn't. U of I was the land grant uh, in Illinois, but SIU was a close second in some areas in terms of uh, corn and bean production, row crops. They were they were world class. Uh, you know, in,
0: in those schools, did ag play a, a, as a prominent role as it does here?
1: Uh, well, AM, of course, at A and M and LSU, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although, I mean, you know, there's a lot of other areas of excellence at those schools, just like there are, there are here, and there was at SIU. But I think um, ag played a strong role because in every place I've been, agriculture was deemed to be important to economic development in the state, and uh, for us. Statewide, yes, but really regionally here, especially with beef production and now milk and dairy production. Uh, you know, there's, there's the act is an important discipline up here. You know, I mean, it's uh,
0: it's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: huge. I mean, you know, we grow but within 100 miles, we produce uh, you know 30 percent roughly of the beef that's consumed in America. That. That makes a beef production yeah. you know, a topic of significant uh, concern and consideration and attention. So it's been, you know, I think all of the, ag is an important discipline. You know, we are what we eat to some extent. And, you know, that's, that's the way it works. <laughs> that's uh, true. Uh, and I, um, you know, and I'm thankful for it. And the work ethic, you know, ag does bring that because a lot of these young people, and it's not all young people, you know more and more, but uh, we have our demographics are changing, but AG still holds on to a fairly traditional demographic of recent high school graduates that come to school, but even AG' is going to change. We're going to see more people coming with associate's degrees and so on and so forth, because the world is changing. People can't afford what they used to afford um, at public uh, universities. But they bring that work ethic. Uh, with them, but you brought it too. And we've got people in business and nursing and, you know, education and engineering. They bring that work ethic. Everybody I talk to talks about the fact that we have a very strong work ethic in our students here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know a businessman. I'm not going to say his name, but I know a businessman who hired somebody to be a vice president. This is a significant international company that's headquartered in our region. And he hired a guy that was coming off of the West Coast uh, to lead, help lead the organization. And this guy said, "I have never seen graduates that have the work ethic that our graduate, that the WT graduates have." And this is primarily in um, in business uh, because it's a business enterprise that I'm talking about. But. So I you know that, that this is uh this I, is a I foundation. think a lot of that
0: comes from just the Texas Panhandle culture. Yeah, regardless of what the discipline student yeah, goes into. Yeah, I couldn't agree to.
1: more. It's it's in the soil, it's in the people, the I think it's in family life. Some of these things, you know, people don't talk as much about as they used to, but I think it comes from strong families. Um, you know, they they expect uh, young people in the families to contribute to work and so on, especially on farms and ranches. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're the they're the next generation. If a farmer or a ranch is going to turn a generational corner, you can have kids that are willing to work. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you have to have people that uh, help the enterprise move forward. Uh, anyway.
0: Dr. Keith. Yes, sir. Um This is not really new news, but I think it's still a big deal. Talk about your new
2: building over there for people sure. that don't know
0: about that. I mean, when do we open that? In, two years uh, 18, ago.
2: yeah that's uh, so when we moved in fall of 18 was the first semester in the building it's a beautiful building it's an amazing well design. thank you really, yeah um do i have do i have the uh, leeway to give some back history and how we got to where we're at or you just want to hear yes we need to ask the boss over there sure, so. sure, oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: run with it i will tell you though when you talk about it being a, bu- a, a beautiful building the two architects that designed that building were in third year design with me at Texas A&M. So you know, they were your students. Yeah, I told Sharp uh, <laughs> at the at the groundbreaking I said these these kids are Wendler trained. That's how we used to refer to it in the architecture <laughs> yeah. profession because they were in our design studios, wow. you know, and they and um uh, Steve Dorman and uh, Wes Good. They they I told Sharp they're Wendler trained and Sharp says, "Well, that's good. If uh, if if they screw anything up, we'll know who to blame it on." <laughs> but they 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 were great students. The only thing that surprised me was West Durham, who I thought would be the lead of the group, was actually worked for West Good. Those were the two guys there with Kirksey, which is a great firm. By the way, I think these guys are doing the tech vet school too. Not, I don't know if those two guys are doing it, but Kirksey is. Anyway, they um, they they did a great job, and it is a beautiful building. I I actually think it's uh, this is a great building. There's a lot of good buildings on the campus, but as an I can I'm an architect, right. I, so I look at that as a piece of architecture. It's first rate. And now it's not you know, it's not perfect. There's been hiccups, there's all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. that goes on. Yeah, it's yeah, complicated. Yeah, it construction. You know, it's like hand building a car. They got about as many moving parts and try to hand build a car. I mean, it's complicated. How many people work on the building and how many commands go back and forth and change orders and memos and people that get talked to and somebody say, Yeah, I'll do that, and they never do it, and so on and so forth. But but by and large, it's an excellent building, excellent facility. Okay, Lance, sorry. No.
2: Yeah, thanks. uh, And it is. And those guys did a great job. Very pleased with it. Uh, But a little background in history and uh, ag at one point through university went through some some struggling times. And uh, anyway, not to get into the depth of that, but but the regrowth of ag, as we've called it, uh, started back in the in the late 90s. And right people, right place. And over time, it just had had this mission to get back and to to make ag strong in the WT uh, community as well as Texas Panhandle. And because of the work the faculty primarily uh, has done, uh, attracting good students, quality education back to the work ethic, those things and turning out a good graduate. This growth uh, has been, you know, annually have experienced growth. We, we, we in, in 20 years, haven't really had a setback. There's one year in there we were we were down like 1%. But for 20 years, we've had a positive growth. And uh, so when you have that kind of growth, it, it lends itself to that kind of building. And right people, right time. Uh, we needed a meat slab. Mm-hmm. Uh, being in meat country, the old one was a little bit, uh, you know, needed to mm-hmm. be revamped. Yeah. And so the discussion was, let's have a meat slab. And back to the right people right time uh somebody suggested why don't we build an ad complex and so through a tuition revenue bond that was the state let us do uh the the monies were uh, put forth for that and we had to raise 20 percent of it and uh, we are essentially paid off uh, wow. we've got some yeah. some change that we've got to finish up on some interest that's occurred but in less than a year, we essentially paid the thing off. And that's from that's from local donations, essentially. it uh, People believe in what we're doing. They support what we're doing. we got world-class programs. So that's been fun to be part of. And then the building itself, like Dr. Windler said, uh, when a parent and or student steps on our building, we got them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just getting them to the panels yeah. the problem sometimes. We but, have the same problem here. Yeah. And uh so so the building itself has become an entity so much so that I've had to hire a facilities manager and an event coordinator. In 2019, we had three hundred and twelve events. Wow. We are going to exceed that this year already. We have not had a day in that this summer that some event is not taking place in that building. So and that's why we built it. We wanted yeah, outside yeah. groups, and not you get, just you our got an academics. excellent facility to do it. Yeah. So anyway, it's uh, it's been
1: wonderful. Two two things I tag onto that um, first, and Lance uh, uh, indicated it, but I want to just reinforce it. The lay leadership in ag has been fantastic. I'm not going to start mm-hmm. naming people, but industry leadership has been very supportive and that has helped with things like tuition revenue bonds right. and so on. So it's a partnership. It's in many ways a public-private partnership. The university is public, but the private um, enterprises, the meat packers and beef producers and uh, others, uh, ranchers, cow-calf people, they've all kind of helped out. And uh, that Combination of uh, influence and I'll say force—not with a cap, not forceful, but well forceful—leadership uh, has been very helpful. The other thing that makes the Ag and Lance did mention this, and I just want to put a, 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 a kind of an explanation, an explanation point on it, and that is that uh, the building itself, came basically eighty percent from state funds and another twenty percent from private funding. Mm-hmm. you know that's a whenever Achieve, you can yeah. do that that's very yeah. very helpful um it serves as a model for us as a matter of fact when you go down i we haven't yet talked about we probably mentioned bureau and uh, tvmdl but when you go down the street from the football stadium here's what happens the football stadium is funded by student fees predominantly a little bit of other revenue but the predominant funding source is student fees and some gifts AG is a split 80-20 between tuition revenue bonds and donations. Then you get to TVMDL, which is money that comes from the Permanent University Fund at Texas A&M, at the Texas A&M University System. And that's hard money to get for a regional campus, but we did it. And then the, down the road, one more step, is the Texas Veterinary Medical Diagnostic Labs. And that comes from a direct, not so much a state appropriation, but the approval to be able to borrow money from itself. And uh, uh, that's how TVMDL was funded. So every one of those buildings has a different funding source. Mm -hmm. And as I tell people, that row of buildings, from the football stadium to uh, uh, TVMDL, is essentially a museum of how to fund buildings on a public (laughs) university. It's a museum. Yeah. we got one more we want to do out there, then I, and I, uh, I'll i be, I'll think to myself, uh, you know, I'll stick in my thumb and pull out a plum and say, what a good boy am I. And that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the last little link. And we, uh, you know, we, I I have confidence that it's going to happen. Chancellor's leadership has been powerful, mm-hmm. powerful yeah. in all this. And the board has been very, very helpful. And, you know, to the point of getting people on the campus, I just want to mention, uh, we've talked about this before, but the cultural foundation of the Texas Panhandle, which uh, links together the play and the museum, which uh, articulate carefully our history and how important it is to the state of Texas, and it is, that is a come on to get people, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but it's a way to broadcast to a large audience what we have here in the Texas Panhandle. And Lance is spot on. When you get them on campus, They're gonna come. And if you get them to act, they're seeing a brand new building. But even in some of the older facilities, they find a campus here. People tell Mm -hmm. me all the time, I'm shocked at how nice this campus is. Mm -hmm. I've been on, I can't, I try to figure out one day how many university campuses I've been on. Dozens and dozens, maybe a hundred different campuses. I've been all over the country on, you know, going to workshops and giving talks and doing, and I mean, great universities. And, uh, you know, I'm not gonna compare us to, you know, Harvard or MIT, but I've been to those places. This is a beautiful campus. And I almost said little campus because it's small compared to some. Not small compared to Harvard and MIT. They're not large either. They're not that big. No, they're not that big. And, and uh, Caltech, which is probably the best engineering school on the planet, they've only got 3,000 students. You know, it's tiny. Mm-hmm. So size is not it. But it's the location and the way we care for it and the sense of. Belonging that the physical mm-hmm. campus helps create. It's very powerful. But I, we say, I say WT it. is
0: an oasis in more ways than just one. Yes, yes,
1: that's right, baby. That's exactly
0: right. Yeah, we're going to take a break. Uh, and when we come back, I want to talk about Ag Day. Okay? Perfect. Yeah, we'll be back in one minute.
2: West Texas A&M University is proud to call the Texas Panhandle home and providing the top 26 counties with opportunity and qualified graduates is an important WT mission. From their first experience on campus to graduation day, the WT experience is a challenging series of steps that will embolden our students to reach their full potential and then, in turn, go out into the Panhandle and make a difference. Quality education with a big local return is one thing you can find here at WT. For more information about West Texas A&M University, visit our website at WTAMU.com.
0: West Texas A&M University is a student body that learns by doing and is always seeking opportunity. Talented and accomplished faculty that teach both in and out of the classroom. Programs that provide timeless information and meet the challenges of today's world. Facilities rich in technology as well as WT history. Now is the time to strengthen connections and open doors for tomorrow's leaders. Share your experience. Share your heritage. Share your pride. Welcome back to episode number 33. This is part two of Reflections from WT. Uh, Dr. Keith, tell me all about Ag Day. You it's bet. coming up pretty soon, isn't it?
2: Yes, sir. It's coming up September 11th, which happens to be the uh, 20th anniversary of uh, September 11th, as, as we call the tragedy. And uh, so that day, a uh, little quick background about, about Ag Day, uh, what I'd mentioned before about the growth of Ag. And that was, once again, some of these alumni, Dr. Wendler spoke of some of our industry folks and alumni that have helped. Uh, they, they were wise enough to know that, that a department uh, at a university needs unrestricted funds. And uh, so they started this Ag Day celebration as a chance to get together as alumni, do some barbecuing, and they had a little auction to raise a little bit of money. Well, it, each year has just kind of evolved, and, and the records show that our growth is correlated almost directly to how much money's is raised uh, from this organization. So the, the uh, money raised, uh, there's two rules, per se, is that it, it's to be spent at the discretion of the department head for recruiting or sponsorship of WTA, yeah, and not outside that. The other is I have to spend every penny or they will not raise it the next year. And so that model, when I first heard it, especially when you're looking at this money box, like, man, if we put some of that back, we do this. Wisdom prevailed, uh, Bob Robinson being one of the the pushers of all these things, Bob, WTA, yeah. We all know Dr. Bob, and actually he's probably the biggest driver and has been for the last 30 years. Continues to be. That's why I'm at WTs because Dr. Bob. Um, but anyway, uh, because when people have money, that's when fighting and discussions and what are we going to spend it when you're broke, you're hungry, you go get it. So, so anyway, each semester, each semester we use that and, uh, we recruit and, but we also have a fun day back to the industry. They have just blessed us with, with unrealistic funds. The first year we're in this new building, which that fund had been growing, you know, they raised 263 grand from one auction in two hours. And they turn around, we budget we ask. you know, we, we, we ask for a request for how much money we need, so we uh budget to them each year. But the last three years running, they've done over two hundred thousand that comes directly back to us and we use that for recruiting and, and you get to spend it. And I and, you have, and you have to spend it. And you have to spend it. Is that is that hard to do? Not not really in the sense we've learned to <laughs> I was when, gonna
1: say you better not say it is because I'll say, i off because somebody No, exactly.
2: Somebody'll get it. Uh you'll be surprised, uh no? You've got to kind of budget and uh, yeah. watch and and but but we we get a large program and now our other programs are wanting to to recruit and that's great so it's not centralized always centralized computing uh, rec- recruiting in our department our other programs are even getting into it for so we spread those funds that way and things so it's 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 not the the problem is is spending it too quick and then waiting until next year because it's it's an unknown well and I worry a yeah, little bit yeah. from year to year. <clears throat>
1: I have an expression. I just said it to somebody yesterday that when you're chasing excellence, there's never enough money. Mm, I mean, when you are yeah. trying to be excellent, you can always, it's like when, yeah. uh, 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 John, uh, 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 Rockefeller, John D. Rockefeller was Mm. asked how much money... He was the richest man in the world. How much money is enough? Just a little more. Just a little more. And it's that way when you're chasing excellence. There's a group of three people in Cambridge, Massachusetts from Harvard University who's got more money than God today, right now, saying, gosh, if we had a little bit more money we Mm. could do X, Y, or Z. If you're chasing excellence, and uh, the ag school is, the ag programs are, and uh, you just use plenty Uh, of ways to use it.
0: Yeah, I'll be the first to admit, Lance, that... um, from from the from my perspective, the Department of Communication, you guys are excellent, and, and in, in a lot of ways, we try to emulate you. I mean, it's well, nice. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that we is nice. you know we talk about that a lot of times. We need an Ag Day kind of thing, yeah. you know. And it's it's a bigger challenge for us because this is not an Ag part of the. I mean, this is not a communication part of the country. It's an Ag part of the country. Right. So we face a bigger uphill battle, but we still we look at you guys and go, yeah, we need to do more things like
2: that. I'll give you the secret. And you have it. And everybody's involved with communication. But every why it's worked so well is the passion and the vision yeah. of what we want to do and what we're selling to our industry people and thing is about teaching students, about providing applicable research and meeting their needs. In other words, the mission of the university, and we stay true to that. We don't get offline. We don't get to bickering with these other things and that. And they see that outcome. And when you provide that, you can you can't push people across street, but you can lead them off a cliff. Not that we're leading yeah. people off a cliff, but so back to any program that's out there, if you're dedicated, and your faculty have this common goal and mission, and it's focused on once again the student. Not it's not our program we're focused on, it's our outputs, and they know that and they see that anybody can can replicate this. People want to champion excellence or things that are moving. Mm-hmm. So that's it. And our industry is part of that. We spoke of that and we can't praise them enough. Our faculty ride for the brand in, in a selfless way. It's not about building their career, it's about what I do. And in the process, their career is built. And I didn't experience that at some other universities I've worked at. It's pretty much I had to build my island. And when I went for that PT, you know, I had to check all the boxes. Here, it's almost organic in the sense you work hard here, the rest takes care of itself. And we see that in this Ag Day, which is just an expression. Actually, it's a great one-day event it's actually the wind beneath our wings as i say because without those dollars we mm-hmm. wouldn't we wouldn't have the numbers and we recruit all over most people don't realize the extent of our recruiting out of state in state the amount of miles the travel um 250 grand spent a year um uh, and we go to the ends of the earth almost, not not out of country, but uh, our kids travel. We we pay recruiters; they're grad students or full time grad students. But anyway, there's there's a mechanism. We'd love to speak with anyone and, and share the plan. It's not complicated to replicate. But at the end of the day, you got to be ready to work and go go the step. And it's weekends sometimes. It's late hours. Yep, yep. It's going to Wyoming or all those things related. Man, I know so. how much you're gone. Yeah, you know, so, so, so you don't see me at church.
0: Yeah, I, I miss you a lot. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is, and I, I think that the word of the day is stay focused on your mission. Focus on the mission. Yeah, and Doctor Windler's la-
2: outlined a great mission for us. Through yeah, the 125 and WT
0: 125 and, is that yeah. is that mission statement that we can all cling right. to. And when you yeah. have
2: that guide, it's it's not it's not rocket science at that point. Now, they're, how you get there is always, uh, but it, but it but it it's it, it's 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 those things that come together, and I think we have that in our – in our programs across campus, I, I, it, but it does take a champion yeah. and and uh, faculty and, and then even industry support. And you guys here in this program, would, could, to me, could get it easier than some others because I hear the support of, for our mass comm, and we preach it too. When we go to recruit, we do not just recruit for WTA. matter of fact, we recruit for the university. To the point where I heard one of our recruiters at the FFA convention tell a kid – yeah, we got marine biology, best one in, tech, in the state. And I'm like, dude, that's <laughs> yeah. going a little far. Yeah, but, yeah. uh, so
0: <laughs> you don't have any water don't you? Yes. <laughs> So all right
2: so yeah we'll uh we'll help and man it's just a blessing to be here and thank you guys and uh i hope we raise a lot of money this year and about people that's listening to come out and just celebrate you don't have to spend any money just be part of the excitement and and uh that and there's always we, good food there, there and good there's good, good food, food. Yeah. that's right and entertainment and just a good time to fellowship and the other we need to raise money because i got to I had a little accident when I pulled in the parking lot. I ran smack I into a red Jeep, and I got to fix that. that is thing. That's so, a big problem. It's a-
1: oh, he's got a red Jeep. <laughs> I, got, I was thinking, I was thinking. What's okay, it? okay.
0: <laughs> I knew we'd go long, but I want to do this anyway. Lance, every time we have a guest, uh, I throw him a curveball. Yeah. I throw them a curveball. I throw Dr. Wendler a curveball. Okay. So here's what it is today. I, I don't know how great it is. When I teach my media management class, we always do. I I walk them through creating a business. And one of the things you do, as you guys know, when you do business, you have to periodically do a SWOT analysis. Sure. Strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. I'm not going to ask you two about opportunities and threats, but I would like to hear from both of you what you think your strength is, what you think your weakness is. You need a minute to think about it? Dr. Wendler's ready to go over there.
1: (laughs) Not really, but I'll I'll go first. Give Lance a minute to think about it. I got to
2: narrow it down to my. I got a lot of weaknesses, <laughs> so <laughs> I can't think of a strength. Now, are you Alexander, talking about yes.
1: institutional strengths and weaknesses or personal? personal? Personal. Personal. Oh, that that is interesting. Well, I'll say I got the same thing we want our students to have: hard work. I'm here at 6 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. every day. Now, I leave at 4, but that's 10 hours. And I do that six days a week. I, and I'm not, I'm not bragging or asking anybody to do what I do. Do you doing. really? Even on
0: Saturdays? Even on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Saturdays
1: I write all day. Used yeah. to play golf. Could never hit a golf ball like Lance, but I used to play golf on, you know, I played plenty. Now I've taken up writing again as a hobby. So I do that. And I think my strength is persistence and hard work. Mm-hmm. I think my weakness is... Um, Sometimes I try to do too much uh, and don't allow people around Mm. me to do what they're good at. And I have to be very careful. Lee Iacocca said one time, if I'm hiring somebody and I'm in the smartest, I'm the smartest guy in the room. I'm about ready to make a mistake. And I need to try to remember that he mm. didn't say it quite like that, but that was the uh, intention. Yeah. You know, you need to hire good people and let them run. Mm. Sometimes I'm not, i don't think of myself as a micromanager, although sometimes I do get into the into the details and the weeds. But so, strength is hard work. My weakness is trying, trying to, to do too, too much, much wow. and sometimes control too much.
0: Doctor Keith, what about you?
2: Yeah, I'll start off with the, a strength. Uh, and um, I'm gonna I want to say this.
0: I think one of your strengths is thank you <laughs> is I think you're you,
2: I think you know, you're making it you're, very like like it. you're very likable. You're well, very likable and you're very personable. And back to the university, we do the strengths finder. And I'm a yeah. woo. It's like my number one, which is winning others over. And it's, yep. it's that part that drives me to meet people. But uh, to get to the more personal side, the the strength I have is uh, I couldn't decide between the ability to watch TV for endless hours or drive a golf ball, as Dr. Winner said. That is a unique skill that I have, especially for a 55-year-old man. I love to out- drive those young <laughs> flat bellies, and they just swing harder, and this old man just... Uh, weakness. Honestly, three hundred
1: yards. By the way, three hundred yards yeah. and change.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's now the rest goes downhill after that. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, my weakness, honestly, I think is saying thank you enough uh, to His people, what? saying thank you thank enough you, yeah. uh, to our staff, our, our industry, our our upper administration, you guys, just that, just that acknowledgement of people's efforts. And you know, as a as an educator in the in this realm, all our favorite topics are self and yeah. i think what i see in academia a lot of times is sometimes we don't tell those people are doing all this hard work thank you and uh they don't seem like they need it sometimes and all but everybody needs it so so i would say that's a weakness so thank you guys for what you do i'll say it on air yeah. and uh yeah. we appreciate, appreciate you guys and uh thanks for letting me be here and talk about agriculture and uh love being at wt love what we do love the people here and you know we have our struggles in and out, but uh, at the end of the day, what a good place to be!
0: I totally agree with you. I uh, I tell people often I have it good all the way to the top.
2: Yes, so. we do. And we by
1: know. the way, I uh, I tell people all the time, and it's the truth.
2: Got a good way at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome, Randy. No, ready. Yeah. <laughs> no I,
1: my 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 turn of phrase is this is the best job I've ever had in the best place I've ever lived. Yeah, and I've had a few jobs and lived in a few places. I mean, I'm a. I'm an across-the-country guy. Looks like I can't hold a job. Um, but Yeah, it is a good
0: place to be. It's a good place to go to school. It's a good place to work. Can't say enough about this institution. And I I can't say enough about you, the listener. We thank you for listening (laughs) to uh, Reflections from WT. Again, this was episode number 33. We've been doing this over two years, and uh, I, I enjoy every one of them. And we appreciate you guys listening, and we look forward to you listening next time. We'll see you then.